Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. Welcome to Punditocracy, Lawrence.com's politics and culture talk show. I'm Gavin, and in this week's episode, we'll be talking with Paul Morrison, Democratic candidate for Kansas Attorney General, on why he believes that Phil Klein is the matter with Kansas. And, lest anyone think us biased political hatchet men posing as journalists, <coughs> Chris Wallace of Fox News, <coughs> oh, excuse me. We've also got some comments from the Klein campaign responding to our interview with Mr. Morrison. My co-pundits, unfortunately, could not be here tonight, as they're both suffering from acute E. coli infections. Yes, both Galen and Aaron were attending last week's United Nations conference, and while trying to score some Ugandan diplomatic tale at an upscale macrobiotics club in lower Manhattan, they took the ill-advised step of ingesting fresh spinach and Jägermeister enemas. That smell of sulfur that Hugo Chavez complained about wasn't George El Diablo Bush, after all. Just my co-hosts bleeding colorectally. But while Galen and Aaron replenish their fluids, let's have a chat with Johnson County District Attorney Paul Morrison, who is challenging Phil Klein for the Kansas Attorney General's office. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Good. Thank you very much, first of all, for taking a little bit of time out of your schedule. Uh-huh. First, a little bit of background. What makes you qualified to be the next state attorney general? Well, well several things. Um, first of all, I've got uh, almost 18 years of experience in uh, running uh, a large um, prosecutor's office which is about the same size, maybe even slightly larger than the Attorney General's office that does um, many of the things, probably most of the things that the Attorney General's office does. Uh, and I've done that, uh, I believe, very effectively uh, for the last 17 years. Among other things, Johnson County uh, is a very, very safe community, and it's been documented, in fact, uh, through a grant we received from the uh, Attorney General's office several years ago when Carlos Stovall was AG. We've actually lowered our homicide rate during my tenure as attorney general. As an example, this year, 2006, you have to understand that our county has over half a million people in it that sits in a fairly violent metropolitan area. We have had one homicide. We have one of the lowest homicide rates in the nation now. And I like to think that we've had a little, a little part to do, a little part to play in that some of the programs that we've uh, instituted over the years and working relationship that we have with law enforcement and uh, the other uh, community groups and so on and so forth. Um, I think that makes me uniquely qualified. I am also uh, have extensive experience in uh, trying bad guys and convicting them, putting them in prison. Uh, I am uh, among the top uh, in the state, perhaps, probably have put more people in uh, prison than just about any other prosecutor in the state. So I've been at it for 26 years. I was an ADA for eight years before I was DA. So I know a lot about catching bad guys. 
years and putting them in prison. Um, I, uh, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I look at the world from a law enforcement perspective. My opponent looks at the world from a politician's perspective, and I think that's a massive difference between the two of us. Um, I think uh, I've got the right priorities to keep people safe, Um, and I've shown that uh, during my many years as DA. Um, While I'm doing that, my opponent is doing things like fishing through people's private medical records and things that show his, uh, that should show people that he has absolutely the wrong priorities and how that office's time, energy, and power are spent. Mm-hmm. And I think I've got good judgment and have shown really good judgment in my years as prosecutor as opposed to uh, Phil Klein, who has at least two people on staff right now. One of them is the head of one of his divisions that have criminal records. <laughs> Brian Brown, the head of the Consumer Protection Division, has 12 prior arrests, currently owes $61,000 in federal fines, which he apparently refuses to pay. Clark hired his nephew, Brad, as his driver, who was on probation for drug possession, has a suspended driver's license. I mean, I, those kinds of judgment errors, I think, are inexcusable. And uh, we've never had any problems with anything like that during my tenure as DA. So really it comes down to who's in the best position to keep you safe. There's no question about that. It's me who's got the right priorities, who's got the best judgment. Those are the things that the Attorney General should have, qualities that uh, he should have. And the client has demonstrably had problems in all three areas, big problems. And along those lines, speaking of your opponents, this new memo that was leaked to the press pretty much confirms your statement that uh, he sees the world in politics. What are your thoughts on this memo that came out about his uh, money-raising strategy using churches and uh, people's religious beliefs? Well, I saw the article in the Waters Journal World, but I, I have not read the memo. Um, and uh, it, it's unfortunate, I think, that uh, any candidate would, uh, I guess, want to use institutions like churches uh, in that fashion. Um, that's it's too bad. I, but I truly have not read it. I did see the article in the paper, though. So I guess, and you did touch on this already, but why should people vote for you rather than Phil Klein? Well, I think uh, it's a it's most basic level. It's they need to ask the, ask themselves the question: Who's in the best position to keep you safe? Hire um, somebody who's been doing it for twenty six years and who absolutely knows what they're doing and is an expert in that area. Where do you want to have a politician making those decisions for you? I think it's a no brainer. Do you think that Phil Klein has done anything right <laughs> as Attorney General? I don't know. I mean, I, I, um, I, I, I'm sure that he has. Um, but in this business, you have to be consistent about knowing uh, what your priorities are. You have to consistently show good judgment. And if you do a few things right but you do a lot of things wrong, that's not nearly good enough. Um, there's just a lot of there's a lot of uh, you know when you deal with people's public when you deal with people's safety you have to have your act together all the time and uh, he ha- he does not and that office does not under his leadership that's the problem. Let's talk a little bit more about yourself. Why the party switch from Republican to Democrat was um, 
that because you think that people like Phil Klein have hijacked the Republican Party and would not allow someone as centrist as yourself on the ballot? Well, I mean, it's as simple as this. I, I'm, I'm not a partisan. I never have been. Um, as DA, um, it would be impossible to tell what party I'm affiliated with. And, I'm, and I think that's the way that it should be. You know, there's no Republican way to prosecute crime. There's no Democrat way to prosecute crime. Um, so it's a, it wasn't a difficult thing for me to do. I'm like most Kansans. I'm, uh, I believe in uh, fiscal conservatism. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I believe in low taxes, but I also, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a moderate when it comes to social policy, and I don't think that uh, any uh, agenda... I, well, let me, let me back up a little bit. I'm a moderate when it comes to social policy, and I think that's where most Kansans are. I'm just a moderate, centrist person, and I think that's where most people are. Mm-hmm. I also and do you think- strongly believe that one of the problems right now up there with priorities is that I think uh, Klein's narrow political agenda controls what that office does, and that is not a good thing. And that is a very bad thing, and that's one of the reasons why um, I believe that we got into that whole med- he got into that whole medical records mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, personal um, personal politics should not control the agenda at the AG's office, and that's the problem right now. Right. Do you think that Klein has abused his position and has misused his office? Absolutely, and I think that's a massive problem that he's got. You've raised a uh, pretty much a record-breaking amount of money for your campaign. Do you think that this reflects people's dissatisfaction with the direction that the Attorney General's office is heading right now? Yeah, I think it, it reflects two things. Uh, uh, a lot of angst in the public about Phil Klein and a lot of dissatisfaction over Phil Klein. But I also think it uh, reflects uh, the fact that I'm a good candidate and uh, people uh, want to support me, and they know that uh, it's going to take a lot of money. Uh, do you know, has most of this money come from within Kansas, or do you get a lot of out-of-state contributions almost as well? All, almost all of it's come from within Kansas, and uh, uh, yeah, almost all of it. In fact, we've gotten uh, no national party money or anything like that. It's almost all come from the four corners of the state. Uh, well, on the topic of the horse race aspect of politics, how do you see your chances this November? Good. Really good. Uh, we feel uh, real good about it. Um, I think I've got a, a great opportunity here for us to kind of uh, sort of set, uh, set the AG's office back on a good course, uh, and it does need to be corrected. Just generally speaking, and if you have any specifics, what do you hope to accomplish if you do get elected? Well, there's a lot of things. Number one, uh, um, there's a. I think Kansas lags behind in um, the basic, most basic functions of that office. Um, there's a tremendous amount of legal work that's been outsourced, and it costs taxpayers millions of dollars. A lot of that should be handled inside uh, the office. Um, there's. Uh, we need to have our own cyber crimes unit, and we can do that and still work with the federal authorities, uh, which which I've been doing for years and. Johnson County. Um, we need to have a domestic violence unit and take a leadership position in the state for that. Nothing is happening in those areas right now. In fact, they're, they're not even really a field. Um, 
there's uh, a lot of changes and improvements that need to be made in the consumer unit. The, the volume of consumer activity is down precipitously under Brown, um, and I think there's a competence issue there. Uh, you know, elderly and disabled people need to be helped. Somebody needs to speak for them in that consumer's unit, and that is not happening. Um, the, uh, there's been an exodus of good people from that office since Phil Klein took over, and that uh, that's going to have to be rebuilt. Uh, the victim witness unit up there that uh, that Bob Steffen worked so hard on for so many years has pretty much been uh, disassembled. That's going to have to be rebuilt. There's a lot of work that uh, needs to be done. But uh, I'm just a guy for it because that's what I've been doing in uh, in our county for the last 17 years, and we've got a great office. Do you feel any pressure to pursue uh, some of these divisive social issues, uh, abortion, gay marriage, no, no, evolution? That's, that's, not, that's not what the AG's office is about. The AG's office is about, sure, sure there's a leadership role in some of the things that the Attorney General should do with the legislature and with law enforcement. There's no doubt about that. But uh, to use the power of that office to pursue your own personal agenda is uh, inexcusable, and uh, that will never happen uh, under my watch. The Attorney General is supposed to be the attorney for all the people in this state, not just those that think like he does. And that's the problem right now. I guess in closing, uh, what would you like to tell the voters of Kansas about you and your campaign? Well, I um, um, I have a lot to offer, and uh, uh, I'm happy and proud to be able to do that. It's um, We're working hard, and I feel like I've got a wonderful opportunity here to uh, make things right again. Thank you very much, Mr. Morrison. I appreciate right. your time, and good luck in November. All right, thanks. Once again, that was Paul Morrison, Democratic candidate for Kansas Attorney General. While we were unable to speak with Phil Klein personally, his communications director, Shereen Jones, was kind enough to provide a response through the modern marvel known by the kids as electronic mail. On Mr. Morrison's statement that Phil Klein has two convicted criminals on his staff, Ms. Jones responds... Brad Klein is no longer on the Attorney General's staff, hasn't been for more than two years. When he was on his staff, Brad reported directly to the Attorney General's Chief of Staff, not to the Attorney General. His main responsibility was constituents' services. Brian Brown was arrested when he was peacefully exercising his First Amendment rights to express himself, the same as Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks. Freedom of speech is our constitutional right. Mr. Morrison may not like the cause for which Mr. Brown was peacefully protesting, but there also were many who didn't care for the cause of equality that Mr. King and Mrs. Parks fought for. Mr. Brown has not been convicted of anything that would prohibit him from practicing law. In regards to the church effort strategy memo leaked to the press, Ms. Jones responds, the inter-office memo and event sheets were taken without permission and distributed to certain members without authorization, and depending on how that person or persons obtained the documents, they could face felony charges. However, there is nothing illegal or unethical in this memo. The memo is a strategy memo on how the campaign can best help energize, best organize, and best educate a group of the Attorney General supporters. 
If given the opportunity to look into the personal emails and memos of other candidates, I know you would find similar memos addressing their biggest supporters. I'm sure Mr. Morrison has a strategy memo on trial attorneys. On what Mr. Morrison refers to as fishing through people's private medical records, Ms. Jones again responds. The inquisition that Mr. Morrison refers to involves an investigation into late-term abortion, the failure to report child rape, and sexual abuse and child rape. These are all illegal in Kansas. A Kansas district court judge found that there was probable cause to issue subpoenas for the medical records. Probable cause is a much higher standard of evidence than what is normally required in an inquisition. The Attorney General never contemplated wanting or needing the names and personal information of the women who may have received late-term abortions. The reason the Attorney General did not need or desire the names and personal information of the women was because they were not the ones under investigation. Doctors who may have performed illegal late-term abortions, who failed to report child rape, are the ones under investigation. So, too, are the men who raped the girls and got them pregnant. So ends the Klein campaign's response. We here at Punditocracy would like to thank both campaigns for speaking with us and, frankly, are just pleased that neither of them need us in the groin, either in person or via email, since that's the response we're typically used to. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this latest installment of our ongoing coverage of the 2006 elections. I am Gavin. This is Punditocracy. Bye-bye. Demon. Mm-hmm.